0: Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News today. And we're going to start off with, I wouldn't say news per se, but it is an announcement uh, that I think is worthy of your attention. It caught my attention, certainly. Uh, with respect to the upcoming Anthony Joshua Alexander Usyk fight that's taking place in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, I wanted to bring to your attention that they've released uh, a really great video. Well done. Uh, they fired the best of the best. There's a lot of time, energy, and effort taken into this uh, two-minute promo clip. I encourage you to have a look at it. I put the link down in the description of our show down below. So please uh, click it, have a look at it. It's also on the uh, Talk and Fight uh, uh, Facebook page. Uh, have a look at it. It's, it's, it's really well done, and it really helps uh, promote uh, the sport of boxing and especially this fight, and not in the usual manner where two fighters are simply uh, going face-to-face, uh, having a, share, a, a staring match uh, after their weigh-ins, which I'm getting rather bored of. I'm sure you are, too. So check out this video, it's very well done. I encourage uh, you to take a look. Let's move along now to uh, the Philippines, Nonito Donner. Uh Some news about him and his uh, career. He's uh, targeting huge fights at the weight uh, division with Zuto Ayoka and Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez uh, before moving up to chase bantamweight uh, greatness. Uh, the four, uh, the four-weight world champion has emphatically dismissed any idea of retiring, keeping in mind he's 40 years old, following his brutal stoppage defeat to anyway uh, uh, back in June. Instead, uh, the legendary Donaire, who will be uh, 40, I'm oh, sorry, not 40 yet, he'll be 40 in November, intends on dropping down to the 115-pound division to chase mouth-watering fights with WBO champion Ayoka and the brilliant Chocolatito. And then the Filipino Flash plans to move back into the mix at phantom weight in pursuit of becoming the undisputed champion in that division. It's a really good fight with Chocolatito and people saying it be legend versus legend, uh, said Donair. It's a big fight, but I do like the Ioka fight as well because I want uh, to get that title and become a five-division champion and then move back up to 118 and go for the undisputed crown once everything else is open and I get another opportunity for it. So there, there, there you go. Uh, Diner, who I thought I thought his career was finished but uh, looks like he's got a bit of a plan looks like he's, uh, he's on board to, uh, to move down and up and uh, get that five, five division uh, five division belts under his belt <laughs> alright let's move along quickly now to Fort Worth Texas at the Dickies Arena this weekend we're going to see Blair Cobbs go toe-to-toe against Maurice Hooker uh, this as you all know uh, is the undercard. I believe this is the undercard. Uh, well to wait Blair the Flair, Cobbs, 15 1 1 battles Maurice, Mighty Mo Hooker uh, on Saturday, August 6th. On the undercard, yes, of the Virgil Ortiz, Michael McKinson fight, which I mentioned yesterday. Uh, Cobbs has a new team in place, and he's training in Oxnard, California with Roger Romo. Um, Hogs ver- Hooker versus Cobbs is a 10 rounder. It'll take place at the Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth. And it's being promoted by Golden Boy, by the way. Um, So a quick little quote here from um, uh, cops who says, uh, on dealing with the first loss of his career, it was hard. I didn't like the stoppage, as people could see. I was still fighting back. It doesn't matter now. I must win this fight. The result is a result. And now I must earn my my spot back. I know I have a new mindset. I'm ready to fight my heart out. All right, good for him. And, by the way, I'm fighting on the Virgil Ortiz card because he does want to fight Virgil Ortiz, I'm sure, in the future. He said, uh, Blair the Flair has looked at Virgil Ortiz as a future opponent for a long time. So after I have another spectacular performance, it'll only be a matter of time before I face Virgil Ortiz, who I think will win this fight against Michael McKinson. I think the fans will embrace it and want it as well. Good stuff out of Texas. All righty, let's move along to uh, Florida. Junior welterweight Rising Star Kenneth Sims Jr. will face Christian Minho in the main event of a Bally Sports Present Entro Box Boxing Championship uh, at the Caribe Royale in Orlando. as uh, taking place on the 21st of August. The card is being promoted by Box Lab in association with American Dream Presents, and tickets are on sale already. Uh, let's have a quick look down here, representing the fighting city of Buenos Aires. Mino is 22-5-2 with 17 knockouts. And uh, the heavy-handed 25-year-old battle various world-class foes, including Alfredo Santiago, Juan Lopez, Nesta Bravo, and Ruben Torres, among others. Um, Sims, by the way, I forgot to mention, has a record of 17-2-1 with five wins coming by knockout. He's being promoted by GH3 Promotions. And he's coming off consecutive victories against unbeaten opponents handing Elvis Rodriguez and Keyshawn Williams their first professional defeats. He yeah. also battled top-rated contender in Montana Love to a draw in 2018. That's going to be a good fight. Uh, in the co-featured bout of the evening, junior welterweight phenom Ristes Valesquez it, it challenges Emmanuelino Garcia in a 10-round contest. Born and raised in Cuba, but now residing in Miami, Florida, Valquez is 4-0 with all his victories coming by way of knockout. On May 7th, Falquez stopped former world champion won, Carlos Sal- Salgado in less than two rounds. Wow. Garcia is 17 7 as a pro and 13 of those wins gained by knockout. And he hails from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Garcia's mainly battled uh, quality fighters that include Harold Calderon, Nestor Bravo as well, Otar Arnazian, Dennis Berinchik, and Ronaldo Ajeha. To just add one more quick little uh, fight to this card, blue-chip welterweight prospect Kevin Brown makes his highly-anticipated debut against former world champ Jose Alfaro in an eight-round welterweight, mat- welterweight matchup. It's important because uh, as one of the world's top amateur bo- boxers, uh, Brown won the Cuban National Championship in 2019 and then uh, defeated re- legendary Roniel Iglesias in the finals, but then defected in early 2022 for the opportunity to begin his career in the United States. His opponent, Alfaro, by the way, hails from Nicaragua. has also fought against some of the uh, boxing's best. Hailing all the way back to 2007, uh, Alfaro won the WBA lightweight championship by appointing Anton Nagares in Germany, but lost his first title defense against Yosuke Karubi in his native Japan. He's faced Eric Morales and Humberto Soto in Mexico, Jason Pagar in the Philippines, and Cesar Canuccia in Argentina. So a good card uh, shaping up there to take place, as I said, in Orlando, Florida, on the 21st of August. So have a look at uh, what Natasha Jonas is up to. She's looking forward to fighting on September 3rd. The WBO super welterweight champion, Natasha Jonas, 11-2-1, eight knockouts kicks off a monumental month for women's boxing when she looks to add the WBC crown to her collection in a blockbuster unification fight at the M&S Bank Arena in Liverpool. This is courtesy of boxer.com, by the way, B-O-X-X-E-R, fighting in her beloved home city, Liverpool. Jonas, who's one of the first ever... Oh, wait a sec. Who was the first ever British? Because, um, yes, British. Uh, first ever British female boxer to compete at the Olympic Games a decade ago in 2012. Uh, faces Sweden's unbeaten defending WBC world champ Patricia Berkholt, who's 15-0 with three knockouts of her own. This will be the first time Jonas has fought on Merseyside since she dispatched Bianca Malchow three years ago as the as Sky Sports commentator joins fellow hometown hero Liam Smith on an action-packed card. Uh, But in Burt Colt, it should be noted, Jonas faces arguably the toughest test of her career when she collides with one of the most formidable stars in female boxing today. Ben Shalom, by the way, CEO of Boxer, said Tasha is one of British boxing's trailblazers. She was our first world champion signing at Boxer, and she fully deserves this great opportunity on home soil. And it is a great fight against the WBC champ, Burt who is unbeaten and will be looking to upset the home fans. Without a doubt, good stuff coming out of Liverpool. All right, we look forward to that fight, as I said, September 3rd, month away. A uh, night later, on September 4th at the Crypto Calm Arena in Los Angeles, you're going to see uh, a whack of fighters, including rising unbeaten super welterweight Joey Spencer, who will battle uh, Mexican contender Kevin Salgado in a 10-rounder. And that highlights the PBC action live on Fox and Fox Desportes uh, beginning uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time. And that's the uh, the Labor Day weekend for the Americans. Uh, and prior to that, Fox broadcast undefeated top super bantamweight contender Rais Alim takes on Mike Plania in a 10-round attraction uh, beginning at 7 p.m. These two exciting matchups uh, will lead to a stacked Fox PBC pay-per-view event at 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Pacific time, headlined by the highly anticipated heavyweight clash between former unified heavyweight world champion Andy the Destroyer Ruiz Jr. and hard-hitting top contender Luis King Kong Ortiz, who meet in a WBC heavyweight title eliminator. So that is going to be one heck of a night, as we were all expecting anyway. Fourth of September, down in Los Angeles. Let's have a quick look and see what the English are up to. In that month, at the A&O Arena, as I announced yesterday, Joe Joyce going toe-to-toe against Joseph Parker, September 24th. And they both went head-to-head at their kickoff press conference yesterday. Let's have a quick look here and see what was said. I think what was most importantly said comes out of the mouth of Frank Warren, uh, head of Queensbury. He said, we have delivered it. We want to make the fight, and it is an important fight between the WBO number one and Joe Joyce and WBO number two, Joseph Parker, that is. Uh, There are two no ordinary Joes. They are two exceptional fighters, and I think we're going to get something a bit special on this night. You look at their records. They've got fabulous records with Joe Joyce, 14 fights undefeated with 13 knockouts and an amateur pedigree, which is impeccable. Then you've got Joseph Parker, a former world champion, whose only defeats came after Anthony Joshua and Dillian White. That is, I think, a crossroads fight for him. Can he get past Joe Joyce? Nobody's managed to do it yet because he has a fantastic engine and a a great chin. He is solid, and he's also got a great punch and a great work rate, the same as Joseph Parker. We know Parker comes to fight, and one thing is for sure, it will be a great fight. It is all on the line, and you know why? Because it is such a big prize for the winner. The winner of this fight will become mandatory challenger to the winner of the fight on August 20th between, as I said before, music and Joshua. So they have got everything to gain here. Everything's on the line. This is what this is all about. This is heavyweight boxing at its best. It's not just two guys having a fight. There is a prize, a big prize at the end of the night for the winner. It is a massive incentive, so these guys are going to put it on the line big time and the fans will get an unbelievable, phenomenal finanza fight. He concludes, all anyone needs to know is that has happened. When we went behind the scenes, we went behind the scenes. We were all worked very hard, and Joe Joyce has been so patient, along with his manager, Adam, and we all kept our eye on the prize and had tunnel vision on this. My son, George, did all the negotiations with Ben, uh, Ben Shalom, I guess, and did a great job. And between them, we got it on. All that matters now is that these two guys are signed up, and will be in the ring September 24th. That's all that matters. All the other stuff is in the past; that's gone. What we've got to look forward to is an absolute, unbelievable fight—a heavyweight bang up at its best. Fantastic. First part, as I said, uh, Ben Shalom said. First of all, thanks to Queensbury. I think it was the fight all the fans wanted, and when we signed Joseph to this, is what they want. They were crying out for. I didn't understand that they thought it could happen just because he signed with us, and I hope boxing can now move in that direction. We know it's very, comp- uh, very competitive between broadcasters, but at the end of the day, we all work in boxing, and we want the best fights. Good stuff, good stuff. That's interesting to note, speaking of boxer, that uh, Jack Catterall has been signed to boxer. Jack Catterall, 26-1, and one, um, 13 knockouts, has penned a new multi-fight deal to sign exclusively with Boxer. Uh, as you might recall, he uh, he lost to Josh Taylor back in uh, Glasgow, he's now a man on a mission and he's happy to be uh, looking forward to some fights uh, being screened live, being uh, shown live and exclusively on Sky Sports and also streamed, of course. Uh, but let's see what's uh, in, stoff, in store for him because uh, there is no mention of a fight with or a rematch with Josh Taylor. Um, he says maybe that will be the rematch, uh, but whatever happens, I think he deserves another world title shot in the very near future, says Ben Shalom. Finally, last story of the day, let's take us over to Sheffield, England, for a fight that's coming up uh, tomorrow night, Dalton Smith versus Samuel Maison. Uh, and this is a uh, quote courtesy of Eddie Hearn, who we all know has the biggest ego in British boxing. Bigger than Tyson Fury. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Sheffield, he said. It's brilliant to be back in the Steel City ahead of a huge night of boxing this Saturday at the Sheffield Arena. The next gen are here in Sheffield, the future stars of the sport. Three big championship fights at the top of the bill, but so much young talent here too. The reason these cards are so exciting is because this is the future of British boxing. Here I must interject. Does he only think that the only fighters in the world are British? Let me continue. All of these young guys and girls looking to move to the next level. This weekend, headlined by who I believe is one of the best young stars, not just in British boxing, but in world boxing, Dalton Smith. And all of Sheffield Clash for the British lightweight, multiweight championship, live and exclusive on the zone around the world. Now, I've just mentioned how many Junior welterweight, welterweight fights going on. There are a lot of people fighting around the world um, in these divisions, not just British fighters. Eddie Hearn, I hate to tell you, but uh, let's hope let's hope that uh, we see some uh, foreign fighters on the zone as well, and not just on uh, British TV. Anyway, I'm a bit uh, rambling here. Thanks for joining me here on Talk and talking fights. Sorry about that carried away. Um just wish Eddie Hearn would open up his eyes to the world of boxing, not just British boxing. Anyway, remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you later on at 4 p.m. for Knuckle Up and then 7 p.m. for the Friday night panel featuring Tim Witherspoon as well as other special guests who undoubtedly will pop up on your screen as well. Uh remember to like share subscribe hit that notification bell as I said we'll see you later on at Knuckle Up, 4 o'clock Eastern Time.